Hi folks, and just before we start this podcast again, I need to ask you to try and help us keep this Tortoise Shack project going. How you do that is you join us on patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack, and for the price of a fancy cup of coffee or a cheap pint nowadays, you get tons of additional content, I mean tons. Not only do you get the the podcast as quickly as I can turn them around, uh, you also get them plea free so you don't have to listen to me with these annoying interruptions and it's all in one consolidated feed so whether it's reboot or glow west or policed or indeed an echo chamber or an upcoming shrapnel uh, they all appear in the one feed and you get them as quickly as i said as i can turn them around it really helps us keep going it means we don't have to rely on going looking for sponsors or worrying about um do we who we're offending and you know podcasting has become very corporate let's tell the truth here there's a couple of big players there and i know from my own experiences of talking to these people in terms of the offers they've made to us that it would mean we'd have to pull punches we'd have to be corporately safe and uh, the safe pair of hands phrase has been used a few times and that's just not something that i think we're interested in as a platform and as a group of people who feel passionately about the work that we do so if you believe in the work if you want to support it it's patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack and it's the only way to keep this project going really appreciate it thanks for your time and I'll let you enjoy the podcast <laughs> Welcome to Reboot Republic, the podcast that goes behind the headlines and looks at the big issues in this republic of inequality. We are the podcast of solutions and the podcast of hope. I'm your host, Rory Hearn, and I'm delighted to be joined on Reboot Republic today by Senator Eileen Flynn. Eileen, thanks so much for coming on Reboot today. Rory, thanks for having me, Anne. It's been a, it's been, it's been a while since I even spoke to you, so thank you. No worries, no worries. We had good fun trying to arrange this anyway. We were playing a bit of a, a bit of tag over it. <laughs> It's just, it's, it's, it's all go. All go, all go. Well, listen, Eileen, it is really great to have you on. Um, and you've been doing absolutely amazing work in the Shannon, um, as, you know, Ireland's first, uh, traveler in the Shannon, in the Dáil, um, elected representative. Absolutely amazing, uh, work. And listen, tell me, how has it been for you? Uh, the last two years has, uh, you know, you go, you're going in there with the pandemic. It's, it was very strange for the first year. Yeah. And then, then I, I had Lacey, uh, a new baby, as many people would know. Yeah. And she's now 10 months old. And I've been, I've been back to work since Lacey's been four months. And to be honest, you know, I think I went back like with fire in me, you know. Yeah. Because you only get um, one bite of the cherry, you only have one opportunity. You might, you may never get it again. Yeah. So um, since I've been back, I um, got a bill uh, to a second stage a pass in Shannon, hoping Thomas Pringle or another uh, deputy, maybe well, ref, preference Thomas, will be able to uh, bring it through uh, the doll. The the using uh change to getting rid of the term child pornography out of our uh, out of our books and laws you know to mm-hmm. uh child sexual uh, abuse uh with materials so and then just after that you know because i got such a majority support by cross party i just i just i'm just giving it me all and trying and being the activist as well as being um a politician if you want and I think both of them go hand in hand yeah and and in terms of I suppose the 
the core issues for you. Um, what, like, like I know you've always, you know, been an activist in terms of, you know, not just traveler, you know, experiences and rights and discrimination, but also what broader human rights and equality. Um, you know, how have you found it? You know, I suppose, you know, as being someone who's coming from that background, you know, have you found it one that's been open, welcoming, or has it, you know, has there been challenges in terms of discrimination there as everywhere in Irish society, unfortunately? No, no, for me, uh, personally, I went in there not being a one-trick pony, if you want, you know, because I believe that if if you want equality and if you believe in equality, that has to be cross as cross the board uh, equality, you know, that kind of way. And, And for me, like... One of my biggest, obviously, traveler inequality and looking for equality for travelers is the heart of what I do. You know, I've yeah. lived it, I've breathed it. I still live and breathe it, actually. You know, um. So, like, when 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 I um talk about equality and human rights, you know, that's what's disheartening in the last two years because very little has been done. You know, mm. like there's been no like strong move and hate crime legislation. There's uh, been a launch of the white paper going back over a year, a year and a half ago around ending direct provision. Now, obviously, we know what happened in uh, in, in, in Ukraine is, is a big um, a, a big issue all, all over the world, really, and no, no differ here in Ireland. And, and for me, it's to trying to put pressure on Minister O'Garman to, to make sure we don't lose sight of ending direct provision, yeah. you know, and so there's a lot and then uh, equal access to education for uh, for all people, really, and for people uh, with uh, disab- disability uh, 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 educational needs as well, you know, and it's just been so important. So you're trying to have you kind of have your uh, fingers in, in so many pies, but saying that it's 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 important that we, I keep a focus, you know, yeah. and trying to uh, have outcomes as well, like as well as uh been been able to speak you know and I, I think like one part of me is being the activist in the room and being the, the person that would say excuse me we, we can't accept that language or whatever you know mm. um, and then it kind of stops people being right, racist because they know there's a member of the traveller community present in, yeah. in, in their house you know but I, I haven't like to be fair I haven't experienced big levels of racism or like I I I think sometimes you know people are ignorant you know I like to yeah. give people the benefit of the doubt when they use use them and you the great uh, the great little girl and those kind of language I I I don't think people are set out to be racist by using those kind of words you know but mm. um like you know Rory I've been to a place just there last week where I was refused entrance you know, and like, I, I, if it's okay, I won't name the place. But no, no, what type of place? It was like a, a pub like, or a restaurant or. Well, it's between a nightclub and a late bar. Yeah. And you know, I, I was refused from there. So just because you're a senator, and I've been, like, doesn't mean that you don't get rejected. You know, and yeah. it's it's still very much. And and I will say and that was refused because not because you were Larry drunk and mad for a fight. But uh, actually, because you're a traveler. Yeah. And actually, it was the one place <laughs> in the space of a week, you know. So uh, one place. And I went uh, Sunday last week and I went back along with some wider friends uh, last uh, Thursday. And while other people were getting in, 
I was the one that was like, no, no, not you. And obviously they use excuses, you know, that kind of yeah. way. Yeah. Whatever. But like, so I'm, I'm just, you know, those, that level of rejection, unfortunately, is, is, is still there, you know, that kind of yeah. way. Yeah. But, you know, if anything in the last week, it's really made me think about how, how can, how can we change that? There mm. has to be a way that we, because it wouldn't put a cost on the state if you want. But like, you know, so it's a conversation that we're going to be having with the team and saying, is there, like, I know there's policies and pieces of legislation around you should not discriminate based on, you know, based on being a member of the travel community. Unfortunately, that happens. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, that happens. And, you know, I took a case in 2017 uh, and uh, 18, excuse me, and it was a very tough case to judge Trinidad saying I didn't look like a member of the traveller community. And I, again, like what am I meant to look like? A lot of people would say to me, you open up your mouth wide and you'd know you're a traveller, you know? And yeah. a lot of people would, would, would know. And especially now with the, with the, um, position I have. So, you, you know. How did that make you feel, Eileen, being refused on that basis? Oh, uh, like, you know, it, when, when you're out with, with um your your friends and and they're from uh, the settled community, you know, you just feel like no matter where you are, no matter what you do in this world, you'll never be good enough, you know. But and and I like genuinely, I I like it. It, it has an impact on you because yeah. I think that would actually put me off from ever going out with with me a group again, you know. And you kind of feel guilty then because they're kind of trying to challenge it and stuff and you're just like actually just you know it's not even worth it you know yeah. and uh, unfortunately Rory you know like uh, it's just yeah yeah you, you still feel it like you know but uh, for me it's really about now how can I how how can I change it you know yeah. And, yeah. and that would be the focus of going back in September seeking legal advice look, talking to people and saying how can I how, how can I change this yeah. not for me because I'm 32 years of age. I'm used to it my whole life. But I don't want that for Billy. I don't want it for young travellers that came into the uh, into Leinster House to visit me last week, a young group of travellers from Tipperary. And I don't want them to be getting reject, re- rejected at doors. And I don't want them to be facing the level of discrimination that, you know, many travellers in around my age have to face their, their whole life. Yeah. And like listening to you there, like it's, you know, it's wrong. It's just so wrong that, you know, you can't do the most basic thing is go out of a night and go somewhere without that. And and as you say, they're like, you're going, I'm not going to go out with my friends again. You know, that's. You uh, know, Adam, I, that would put you at it. Maybe I shouldn't go, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. So that's what I mean by it. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, that, that exactly what you were saying there. Like you're kind of going to stop yourself, kind of, you know, from from going. And it just again, you know, and and we've obviously, you know, the um, Pavi Point and the Irish Traveller movement. And you know, I've had you know talked to Rosemary Mon on here, and you know, she's really doing amazing work on Twitter as well, highlighting the the mental health. And you know, I was at the protest there at the Doll in terms of the mental health crisis mm-hmm. within the traveller community and. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, there's a mental health crisis when you're suffering that level, experiencing that level of daily discrimination. It just, 
Mm. Now, I, 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 again, I see it a lot at the time, and and I do uh, challenge it. You know that kind of way. I genuinely yeah. do. But I like you know you hear all the excuses. You hear everyone the excuses, and I just don't. Now I think that's not good enough. You know. Yeah. So as well as having a hate crime legislation, and it's the same way for people who are uh, black or brown. You know, with uh, some uh, some places that I've heard of that won't let people in, people of color, and unfortunately, that's that's the reality. You, you know that kind of way. Yeah. And like, because you can, like, I genuinely think if it's as simple as getting a member of the Gardaí to come out and do, like, you know, a breathalyzer test on you, or even, like, even, even to that, even to that extreme, that I, I just think there should be some kind of a protocol put in place that the guards have to step in if the person wants them to step in. Because it happened to me in Dublin going back, like, two years ago, two, uh, sorry, excuse me, four years ago, and I called the guards and the guards knew I wasn't drunk or whatever else that went with it. But those the two last times that happened to me actually last week, I, you know, I, I wouldn't put myself through it again. So now it's like, now, now, now it's like, how, how, how do you deal with that? How do we put in? And that's my job. That is yeah. genuinely my job. And, and, you know, there's really other important, um, important uh, issues that 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 needs to be addressed around inequality and one of those issues of course as you said is the level of the mental health crisis within uh, within our community i met with minister butler just last week along with the national traveler mental health uh, um uh, network and apparently there's going to be a certain amount of funding. Now I don't know the information. I won't know it until next week. Mm. Put aside for, for, for traveler mental health, you know, and there's going to be a strategy plan put in place for traveler mental health. And to the best of my knowledge, travelers hasn't been involved in that strategy plan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. This is like setting people making decisions again for 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 for, for our community. And um but look, we, we'll wait and see what, what strategy is put in place. We'll wait and see. Um, obviously, more uh, talks need to be had with the National Traveller Mental Health Network. But what we're looking for is extreme simple, you know, and that there is a standalone um, National Traveller Mental Health um, 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 strategy and steering group and less of the talking points and more of the actions, you know, because we know ourselves as organizations as as activists uh, and the ground people and 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 um people who are activists and stuff you know we know on the ground uh the the issues and we have the answers but it's around implementation now it's either going to be next week or in september when i'll meet um minister foley around you know there's been came to my attention and I see it all the time in schools up and down the country. Uh, still, it's happening with young travellers being given like colouring in sheets for homework. Yeah, yeah. travellers and a reduced timetable. Seeing it, like I'm, I'm genuinely seeing. It. So I, I like what, what do we put in place there? Because again, like access to education is one thing, but being able to be successful within the education system—that's yes. another. You know, and 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 I, and I think like I I do think we've a long way to go. And if 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 I learned anything in the last two years, 
is that it's 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 no easy no it's it's no easy role to have you know because yeah. people are desperate for accommodation and and you speak about accommodation yourself a lot like there's a there's a housing crisis within society like you know within Irish society and the government has has have the power to change that you know they do. like you 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 wrote about numerous of times in different uh, articles and, uh, and 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 reports you know so again the answer is there but the implementation the political will is not there yeah yeah you know and, and I, sorry no 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 um I, I was just going to say there that it's it is that around you know what you were i was really struck by what you were saying around the mental health strategy that those you know affected by it are not part or were not part of making it or involved in the decision making and developing of it and that's fundamental you know like with all social policies be it housing be it health i could be even stepping out of line by even saying this but you know the network was there and it was said so i'm not doing any anything wrong you know what i mean if it's true you can't get into trouble for it and uh, again you know Traveller, like, we're going to obviously look at it. And she did say it'll be a standalone strategy. So we, we, that's what we wanted. But again, I, I believe it when I see it in, yeah. um, in, yeah. in, in, in two, three weeks, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And, and I, then, I, as you say, the issue is implementation. You know, we can then, some in some level, we can have great policies and they're then not implemented, like the traveller accommodation strategy where local authorities have been returning back money and not spending the money that they had but like i i think it's even a li- i think it's ironic that we have three ministers of 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 health if you want you know yeah. and one for well-being the other one for well-being and inclusion the other one for mental health and the top minister over health mm. no implementation same in accommodation we have two ministers in accommodation now ministers are appointed for uh, responsibility for the traveller community, you know, and Frank Fien being one of them, you know, yeah. uh, I didn't even know, I didn't even know that was his remit until just, <laughs> until I was approached to go on to, uh, to RTE and I Googled him. Now, obviously I knew he was the Minister of Wellbeing, but I didn't know he, he had a remit for, yeah. for, for travellers, you know. I and wasn't then, aware of that either. <laughs> No, and and then you have like you know the junior housing for the junior minister for housing with a responsibility to traveller community. Um, like they're getting don't mean to be sound anyway abrupt or anything, but it's the truth. They're getting they're getting paid to deliver for the mem- members of the traveller community, and there's no delivery there. You know, yeah. so we you could talk about the traveller accommodation strategy hasn't worked. And we know now at this point it won't work. Mm. I've sat around those those uh, um, um, local um, traveller accommodation consultative committee groups, and they're a load of crap. It's the local authorities doing talk shops, talking about how much money they spend on sites. And yeah, if you look at sites, a lot of the sites are very run down because the local authorities want the traveller community, which they wouldn't want in other communities, to police themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and, and, and services and stuff. And like the maintenance from my own personal experience, the maintenance that went into Traveller and um, Pacific accommodation from where I live now, my family would probably kill me saying, Jesus, I didn't stop us from getting our work done in the house, whatever. But like it's fix it again tomorrow. You'll put in a new radiator, but in a week's time, two weeks' time, there's something wrong with it. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's all cheap um, out stuff. And like, again, it's just when you're in it, you're living it and breathing it from both sides, even the political side. You know, a lot. I know. Of- I was out in um, out in St. Margaret's in, in um, Ballymun um, there. Uh, last year and I did a podcast with some of the the community there and and the you know this the situation of you know just the situation in the site like in lack of basic facilities you know in and this is you know we've similar we've heard in um it's it's spring lane in in cork um they described there the the children's ombudsman described situation there of you know and also I think it was the council itself um described it as potentially you know situations of hazardous you know fire and of course we're you know you can you can never forget and we shouldn't carrick mines and and you know that and yet there are situations which are still there potentially you know another carrick mines and it just the state is and and the state never took responsibility for carrick mines you know mm-hmm. We never took responsibility for carrot mines. And, and that is absolutely, that's really, really tough, you know. One thing I, I, I will say, uh, Rory, is that, you know, like a lot of local authorities, like, and we've seen it in the past, the old races, common source members of the traveller community. Yeah. And, you know, like even in Ireland at the moment, there's less than, like 35,000 travellers in, in, in the country, you know, and like to not be able to meet the needs of 30,000, 35,000 um, citizens is, 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 is just appalling, you know. It is, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like the ministers, like a lot of the old shite that they talk about, oh, we're doing this around the caravan loans and, you know, we're, we're ever so great and stuff. A lot of that was already there. Mm, you know that yeah. kind of So when they're speaking to me around the table, I'm like, I oh, know, excuse me, I've been doing this now for at least uh, for at least a decade. Actually, that's been there. Like I'm even one politician was telling me about the primary healthcare work that's up and running in 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 in, in um Longford. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's great, that's lovely. But that's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the primary healthcare has always been like well not always, but it's been in our community for at least ten years, you know. Mm. And like there's so much and I don't think like I think for ordinary people that don't have to experience being another within Irish society wouldn't really understand the level of inequalities that still exist within and a lot of it is state discrimination is is the state is doing it uh, purposely if 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 you wish you know and even this you know, like we have over 35 we've over 36000 Ukrainian refugees coming to our country right and yet they think it's okay 
to put people in what I'd say army barracks. Yeah. It's okay to put people into hotels while hoteliers are making a profit that is, you know, where if they could like do up the waste houses within Ireland and, and house people, uh, have social housing for all people, they're saving themselves even money, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like in, in the local community, you know, just recently actually, the, the, because the, the hotel here has to close from, say, the end of, from the beginning of November, the whole way to March or April, the beginning of April, right? Because it's only holiday season. Yeah. But now, but now the, ho- the hotelier is worth a fortune because they're going to be able to roll over money and roll over money and the backs of people's human rights and equality. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and it goes back to the failure of government to provide housing as a human right across the board. That's what's killing me at the minute, uh, Rory, is that, you know, oh, we lend direct provision and all, all we're doing, well, I'm not doing it, all the government is doing is opening up more direct, more direct provision centres. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. more of, and, and again, I just think it's absolutely appalling that we, li- we live in such a world, you know, and yeah. I know that Minister O'Garman announced that there'll be 500 social housing, but However, I, I welcome that and I think it's important, you know. And and I just think like at 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 the moment within society, and maybe I see it because I'm on the ground, you know, where I even going back even to the days of Paula House when people would say, Look after your own. Like yes. who who yeah. who's your own? Do you know that kind of yeah. way? Darling's own. We're, we're we're all like we live here, we belong here, you know, and we should all have a uh, have a right to a home, uh, somewhere safe to to be able to call home if 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 you want, you know. And it's just, yeah, it's just it's it's just appalling. Like, and again, the answers are there. You don't have to recreate the wheel, you know. Yeah, and and it is, and the Ukrainian, you know, refugee situation is something that is. Again, highlighting, you know, the deficiencies within so much of our systems and particularly around accommodation and housing that, you know, and you're hearing it, you know, you're hearing it now, you know, people saying, oh, you know, they're doing this for the Ukrainians and they wouldn't do that for, as you say, our own, you know, and as, as people refer to our own. And then you go, as you say, well, you know, we've discriminated and excluded and never looked after our own travelers, you know, for for since the foundation of the state. And, and um and then there's and then there is the real issue that people are really suffering. People are really, really but suffering. And they you'd then know, you'd know how oppressed becomes oppressors. Yeah. You know? And like that's just that's just a reality of, of a life that we're living in, you know, that kind of way. And it can be the lack of education too. Like at the end of the day, these women and children, the majority of women and children are fleeing war and yeah. should be able to seek protection. In, in a, in a home, yeah. in, 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 in a house, you know, not for hoteliers. It genuinely kills me to see hoteliers. Now I see this hotelier who wouldn't be making money for five months of the year. Now is coming in with like tens of thousands of euros a month. You yeah. know that? Yeah. So for them, it's, 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 it's a business. Like, and it's just, again, I don't understand how the minister is, is, has launched a white paper 
um, over a year and a half ago. I understand it's not appreciated what's going on in 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 the world with the um, Russia aggression. I I'm totally aware of that. But again, all they're doing is making a bigger problem. And I just even heard an announcement this morning they're going to be opening up like a barracks. Yes, that's yeah. right. Gormanstown Army Barracks now. Yeah. yeah. And again, they're opening up a big direct provision centre. Yeah. 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 And, and us as human rights and equality activists, we're actually as bad as the government because we're, to a certain extent, afraid to talk up and say, actually, you can't do that. You know, because at the end of the day, for now, yeah, it's 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 a safe uh, refuge for people. And that's what we need. And I'm sure to God, people don't give a damn for a few weeks where they're staying once they're safe, you know, but it needs to end and it needs to end for the quality of life of people. Mm, absolutely no your child in 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 a one uh, uh, in a hotel uh, where there's other people there that you may you may not even agree with you know that kind of way and and i think again it's another form of um do you know when we talk about institutionalized institutionalizing you know the exactly different We've had it in the Magdalene laundries, you know, we've had it in, you know, the homelessness in family hubs, a direct provision. And it's it is a problem with the Irish state that how it deals with those who are, you know, marginalized and, you know, poor that they they do. There's a form of institutionalization that's still going on. Yeah. And one of my one of my uh, things would be, you know, he said that it will be temporary. It will be for a week. People wouldn't have to live there for any longer than a week. I, from my experience of this kind of work, I could guarantee you if you went in there this time next month and did an interview, people will be there for the month. Yeah, and and they probably will be for a lot longer. And like this is what I'm trying to say about even as activists, you know, like we need to learn from history. Do you know we need to learn that a lot of the time temporary accommodation means long term accommodation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because there's people living in, say, for example, Labry Park for over 25, 26 years waiting to be in, 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 um, uh, Traveller Pacific accommodation, you know, and now it is Traveller Pacific and, and site like, but they were told if you stay here, it'll be temporary. You know, and just even around the re- redevelopment of the site and stuff, it's, it was all to be temporary. You know, and we're like now it's the oldest hot and site in Ireland and it's still not appropriate uh, accommodation. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. It's all about so much of it. Is, it's like it's like this temporary crisis response that then becomes an embedded like the solution long term. And of course, it's not a solution. And we learned from direct provision 22 years ago. Direct provision was set up for a temporary uh a temporary solution. If we if we if we go back that far, it was only meant to be temporary. And and that's from my fear is for Ukrainian people and and for children that came from such a horrible um horrible uh, scenes in their in their own country. You know, and precedented if you want. And like you know, are they getting the medical supports? There's nothing like being able to open up the the door to your own house. Yeah. And, and of course, it links directly to the housing crisis, the, wide, the wider housing crisis that, you know, part of the reason that, you know, you're hearing, you know, some people feeling, you know, that's all, oh, you know, as they're doing this for the housing crisis or for Ukrainians, but not for 
our own is because there is a very real housing crisis and housing emergency going that's been going on and people are really suffering that the government hasn't acted on. You know, Rory, one, one of my replies to people when they, when they would say, because again, I, I understand oppressed people becoming oppressors, is that there's room for us all, you know? Mm. There's room for us all. Like, each... Each community within society has different needs, has different inequalities, whatever, you know, or equality, if you want. But we have to meet the needs of each community and meet communities where they're at. It doesn't mean that one deserves a house more or one deserves a house less. You know, they they should be treated with equal uh, respect and should be able to get a home, you know. And again, I think it'd be important to have in our constitution that we all deserve, uh, we all uh, should have a right to a, to a home, you know. And for Absolutely. many people, for many people, especially within the traveller community, a home is a trailer, you know, yeah. a caravan. Like, and, and I think that needs to be also in the constitution when we talk about a home that, that we should include uh, uh, caravans, you know, because for many people, that's a home and you wouldn't like them to kind of put in the constitution that there's one certain type of home because again, that would be state discrimination that we're allowing happen in front of our, front of our eyes. So we need to be very careful around that, uh, um, around, around that referendum when, 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 when we have it, if you, if you want, you know, but, um, like some of the positive stuff is like being there. You know that kind of way, being yeah. there, being able to challenge it. That is, uh, that is uh, positive, and the learning in it. Like you know, if you had said to me two years ago, I would have been very nervous. I would have been very shy, and now today, you know, I'm very different. I've got no, like, no problem in speaking up. We all have different experience, come from different backgrounds, you know, and it's about really, um. Uh, keeping it real, you, you, you know, but... Um, and because and there is that view, a lot of people say, you know, particularly in community activism and, you know, it, people who are, you know, long time, you know, engaged in, you know, youth and community work and you know, people across society, you know, who are, you know, in, in work class areas and, and middle class and, um, you know, from different backgrounds would say, our oh, politics is a waste of time, you know, those in the doll and... and the the Shannon absolute waste of space, you know, but it's not, is it? It's actually vital to be to be there and to be part of it and try and influence it because that's where ultimately, you know, decisions are and you know our democracy is about, you know, that place. And I I like to think that many members of the traveler, I'd like to see more travelers voting, but many members do vote. You know, and yeah. um, I, I I think it's important that people from our our communities use their vote. However, I can really understand why not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because a lot of the time, you know, you're just so disheartened. Why would you go down and vote for a politician where they're getting a good wages and you're living in proper property, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, and yeah. again, Rory, it's really about being real. Like for me, the Shannon has been a platform and mm. the Shannon was first set up uh, for now, and obviously that changed in the last hundred years. Uh, minority groups, you know, and even a hundred years ago, we would have had members of the traveller community that wasn't <laughs> part of the minority vices within uh, within uh, the Shannon, you know. But I do think it needs to be reformed, the Shannon, mm. and I believe that it should be a place not for not for majority of government. Mm. 
uh, not for uh, political parties. Okay, let them have in even three members of their political parties. That's that's fine. You know, I don't care. But that should be a house because it was set up for ethnic minority groups. It was set up for minority voices. And that's exactly what that house should represent. That mm-hmm. house should be built to the brim, along with working class people, traveller people, black people, refugees, people. I, I know you say I didn't need to be status in the country. Look, rules are there to be bent. We need to be able to give people voices and, 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 and opportunities because, you know, they even say it themselves, nothing about us without us. Even that I was saying is it's just I'm sick in the teeth of listening about that whole kind of crap because we're we're saying it but they're not doing it and we that was a prime example last week you know yeah. strategy about us without us and yeah. you know like and again there's so many <laughs> there's so many ministers um I I don't know the, the full number I know of two that has a has a remit in in in, in traveler Pacific in their in their remit and yet it's just yeah it's just you know if I was in government like I think of a way a better way to be able to spend money and 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 you know the cost like even last week around the the mic you know yeah I have 60 67 or 68 amendments, you know, and not one. Now, uh, we worked hard in these amendments, some much group, not one of the amendments were, were accepted because they cost the state, you know, and like, again, even I was wanting to do it. Now I'm still going to see, can I do it? But um, working on having maternity care free, let that be even down to women feeling sick, you know, getting their anti-sickening tablets, having to go, like, personally, myself, I had more uh, GP visits and Billy to where I had to pay then for my GP visits, you know, yeah, yeah. because there's only a certain number that uh, that you're allowed visits to GP. Then if you had really bad morning sickness, um, you know, you have to pay for that med- uh, medication, etc. But it says maternity care, Free. Yes, that's right. Yeah, on maternity care for free. So at at the moment, like it's 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 been a while going on. Like as Lacey, I started with Lacey when I was first pregnant, and Lacey, and did a bit of work on my up uplift and stuff, you know, along with some of the maternity um uh, um representation and stuff. So it's really to look at, you know, a lot of the time it's just about tweaking it so that you know that I will get accepted and. Uh, um, and 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 stuff. So yeah, it's just been good. yeah, it's been a mindful uh, journey, uh, Rory. I do feel that as a member of the traveller community, you know, you can be pigeonholed into the one thing. So you're the one that looks after the travellers. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I think that <laughs> that within itself is wrong. You know. Yeah. Again, if we're talking about equality of opportunities, no matter your background, we all have interest in what we have interest in, you know, and we, we should be allowed to to take part in whatever piece of work that we want. Now, I am allowed to take part in, and usually a lot of the time it's, bring, it's try and bring, you know, that vice, that unique vice around the table, you know. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, no, it's been, it's been a mindful journey, like... <laughs> 
Very good. And, and of course, you're also um, a graduate of the department that I work in now, Department of Applied Social Studies in Minutes. You did yeah. the, the BA in Community and Youth work there. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Like I was there for a... Uh, for, for, for three years. I went to Trinity College as well. Now, now I've said this publicly, Trinity College wasn't for me. I absolutely loved Valley Farmer College. And Minute, Minute met me where I was at, you know, mm. and it kind of made me believe in, in myself with the services that I was, was around, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just, I, yeah, I, like, I believe in community development work so much. Like, you know, like that collective action, the, the, the positive social change and the community had me went for the seat, you know, yes. it wasn't, it wasn't even the activists, it was the community, the, the whole thing around, you know, I can be part of a better social change. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if I died tomorrow, being part of that better social change, like that's a legacy. Yeah, it absolutely is. You know, it absolutely is. Many of us has been part of a better social change around same-sex marriage, uh, around uh, repealing of the Eighth Amendment. You know that kind of way. So, like, as as a country, as a, as a community, we we've come a we've come a long way. You know, to when the time that. We had great women activists before us, the likes of Alva Smith, the likes of uh, Bernadette uh, McCless, uh, uh, Bernadette Devlin. So we 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 kind of we've we've come a long way, but it's because of people like them. It's mm. because of the likes of Nan Joyce that put her name on a ballot box, you know. Yeah. Um, that that we now I've never met Nan Joyce. I won't be a hypocrite and say I did when I didn't. And a lot of traveller activists. There's a few that met Nan. A lot of us didn't. And yeah. you know, um, but she she's an she was an incredible woman, you know, and, and she went up for uh, for the general elections, like, and and again, better people than any of us here has been part of that better social change. And I think it always needs to be collective, you know. So when we're calling for homes for all, that includes all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Not just some of us, like, and again, like, I can never drive home enough that, like, you know, you can't say that you want equality within society, but you don't want equality for an example. Like, you know, I couldn't be a member of the traveller community and say, I want equality for travellers, but I don't want equality for the gays. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that just wouldn't, that wouldn't, that's not right. You know, that kind of... And similar for for Ukraine or for, you know, asylum seekers coming in from around the world or for, you know, those others who are homeless or, you know, it's across the board that, you know, when you believe in equality and human rights, you need to stand up for it across the board. And especially if you're another, you know? If you're another within, like, you know what it's like to to wear them shoes every day, you know? Mm. So it's really about being able to turn that into... In, into a positive, you know, and, 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 and again, like many a time, you know, like we have to be seen to be around tables. We have to learn from each other, you know, that kind of way. And like what I've said many times before, basically for me, I don't give a damn who you are, what you are, or anything of the sort. That's your life. Once you're not hurting another person, I couldn't care less, you know, yeah. Yeah. but when it comes to hurting, other people and just because you have 
a trans person as your friend doesn't make you pro-trans. Just because you know the traveler doesn't make you pro-travel. Just because you have a black friend, do you know that kind of way? Doesn't Mm. mean, and and, and we see that an awful lot, I believe, in the far right, you know, where they have, they might have the traveler friend or they might adopt a a, a child from a different country, a child of color, and they automatically think, so how can I be racist? How how can I be, you know, showing the travelers, my friend, you know? Whereas you need to actively, yeah, I mean, be, you know, not racist and in terms of discrimination and, and challenging yeah. discrimination and yeah. being non-discriminatory yourself. A hundred percent. Like, because, you know, you can be part of the problem, you know? And, 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 and again, like something in, in Minute that would have stood to me very strong is like sometimes people would have, or we might hear common enough, like the term gay and knacker are two very common, and mm. um, common uh, words to be used, right? Yeah. So I look like a knacker. Yeah. Like that's negative, you know? Yeah. And if a boy did, if a man, didn't want to go and play football, he's gay. Yeah, yeah. You know, if a man yeah. went and got his hair cut or instead of going out with his friends or even went to meet his girlfriend, he's gay because he didn't go with the boys. Yeah, you know? yeah. But each time I hear people speak like that, I, I've challenged it. Mm. You know, Absolutely. because a lot of yeah. the time it's, it's people think no harm of it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I often hear young people, even in the youth service, uh, that's gay. And I began then to kind of say, come here for a minute. What's gay? What, what, what do you mean when you say that? You know, mm, and yeah. it's not really attacking. I don't believe attacking people because I believe in questioning people in a very assertive way that you're getting your point across, but you still have them around the table. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I'm one of my, like one person I love in Minute and, you know, She's just an incredible person. She's a great friend of mine. Is uh, Una McCardle, you know? Yes. Yeah. And she she writes her thesis on rocking the boat while staying in the boat. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I like to think I do that every day. You Very know? Good. Very good. But, uh, yeah. but there's one thing I will say, um, Rory. I wouldn't have been able to keep at this and to continue to keep at it without the support of my civil engagement group, you know, mm. because there's four of us that's in a group and the four of us are women, you know, uh, Alice Mary Higgins, uh, Francis Black and uh, Lynn, uh, Lynn uh, Yuan. And you know what it is like, even having Lynn there for me personally, like me and Lynn will probably never understand each other 100% because we do come from different communities, but yeah. we have so much in common, you know, like even down to the whole thing where she always has my back. Yeah. And I'd always have her back. Now, Anna, Alice, Mary and Francis are brilliant at it too. And they're, they're so great. Having somebody there like, like Lynn who, who just comes and gets it, you know, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, gets yeah. It in a very similar way that you get. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and again, that's how I know the Shannis can be a place of change. That's how I know the Shannis can be that place where people can come in, they can network together, that we can work closer as minority groups and working class people, you know. And, and, and I think like even in the last few months, learning from my civil engagement uh, friends, as I like to say, is like, you know, where you're turning the deep end, but you're not turning the deep end out of badness where a lot of people would say, sure, the poor traveler, she couldn't, she wouldn't be able to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where the difference is in the civil engagement group, it's like, oh, Eileen, can you do such a thing? You know, and you're, you're encouraged, you're empowered to do it. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and, and I know like from, from that kind of perspective that it, it can be a positive, um, place to raise issues, you know, and like a lot of the time I feel guilty if you want bringing up, um, the inequalities around, um, that black people have to, uh, do, uh like what black people have to live a daily mm. base, Muslim yeah. people daily base, because more than anybody probably in that chambers, I know I'm not, you know, yeah, I, I know I'm not. And like, you know, if there was other, if there was, reform of the Shannon, you know, we could all be there together instead yeah. of trying to and speak with each other than speaking for each other, you know? Mm. And, and and for me, it's really about trying to keep dishing it out and not leaving it off the agenda. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well listen, Eileen, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on and uh keep rocking that boat. Yeah. While I'm staying in it. <laughs> exactly, while you're staying in it. Um okay. And listen, lovely to have you on Reboot Republic again. Hopefully you'll come back. I, I will do. And thanks so, so much, uh, Rory. I very much appreciate it. Yeah, listen, and uh, that was Eileen Flynn there, Senator Eileen Flynn, who do an absolutely fantastic, uh, inspiring work as a uh, human rights and equality senator um, and activist. And uh, listen, thank you, listeners, uh, so much for supporting us. We are, as we say, uh, independent media podcast produced by Tony Groves, Tortoise Shack Media. If you can, go over to patreon.com forward slash Tortoise Shack and support us um, to keep this show on the road, to keep amazing uh, voices like Eileen, to give the space and time to discuss and chat through these issues. Um, you won't hear those lengths of interviews or in-depth uh, anywhere else. So please do support us to keep going. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. And please share the, the podcast around as well. If you can on social media, let us know that you're listening and we will keep this podcast of hope and show on the road. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you all soon.